Kuftes Amud Beis. Five lines from the bottom, we have a, another Brysa, basically an Amud of Brysas. This Brysa goes to the second line on Kuf Yod Amud Aleph. Tana Rabbanon, Minayin Lekayin, Shabom Akriv Korbanoisav, Connector Becholis, Ubechol Shashir. How do you know that any Kohen, regardless of whether it's his Mishmar's week or if it's not, he can show up in the base of Migdash anytime he wants, at any point, and offer his own Korbanois? In other words, normally when you go to the base of Migdash, a typical person, it's whatever family of Kohanim is scheduled to work that week, but uh, uh, a Kohen themselves can do it at any time. Tamaloimar, well, the Pasuk says, Uba b'chol avas nafshay v'shereis, and he shall come whenever he wants and serve. Kama. Uminayin shavay dosa v'ayrashaloi. How do you know not only can he do the various avodas, but the avodas, which here is referring to the meat of the korbanas he processed, or the leather skins, he gets to keep it. How do you know? Well, Tamaloimar, the Pasuk says, ve'ish es kadoshav lo yihiyah, and a man, his sanctified things, here we're saying it's referring to the Kohen's kodshim, is are his. Unto him shall they be. Ha said, how so? So im haya ba'al mum. Now imagine if this Kohen is a ba'al mum, which then it's a problem. He himself can't offer it. So he has to give it to whatever family of Kohanim are serving that week. However, he's allowed to eat and he gets the skins and therefore he gets the whatever edible meat there is or whatever leather skins there are are his. If he was a little bit old or a little bit sick where he could sort of do the uh, avoda, but the actual eating of it is going to be problematic. So then, he can give it to any kohen he wants to offer. Uh, and the uh, meat and the skins would go to the people in that particular mishnar. Okay, that's the end of the b'risa. What is the specific case here of this zakin and chayla that we mentioned on the First line, colon. Well, e I squiggle underline the word e, and a line and a half later is also the word e I squiggle underline that. E avoda. Well, if this fellow is well enough to do the avoda, the avoda then he should be able to get the meat and the skin and do whatever he wants with it. Eat it, give it to other kohanim. The e and if he's not able to do the avoda, then shaliach hechi. Mashvi, how, how is he able to make a shaliach to do that? Well, Amara Papa, It's kind of in the middle. It's not that he's totally able to or totally not able to. He's able to, but it's a big strain. It's kind of hard for him. Therefore, colon. Avoida when it comes to the avoda. When he does the actual, the shrita or the zrika. Even if it's a little bit difficult, avoda he it's still a valid avoda. Therefore, mashvi shaliach, since it's something that he can do, although it'll be a struggle for him, he's also able to appoint a shaliach to do it. Kama, however, achila when it comes to eating, that's different than avoda. When a person like a kohen who has to eat it, when he's eating it, but it, it, he really doesn't want to eat, and he's sort of forcing himself to eat, that's otherwise known as achila gasehi. That is a uh, a gluttonous type of eating, and when it comes to uh, eating in a gluttonous way, that actually almost loses the status of eating. Vachilagasa lav klumu is not considered anything. Mishumachi, because of that, avaydasa ve'ayra, that's why the meat and the skins, lanche mishmar, go not to him, but rather to the kohanim who are serving that week. Period. Amr of Sheshis, we circled his name. Imaya kayen tamei, 
let's say he was a Kohen Tame, and he's processing the, or I'll call it a Karban Tzibor, Noisna Lechol Mi Now, technically, at least, he's able to offer it because we know that, unlike a Korban Yochid, a Korban Sibor, um, if there's issues of Tuma, often if there's no other choice, you will go ahead and process it, and therefore he can make a Shaliach, and that's why he can give it to anyone he wants. However, the eating of it, Golan She Mishmar. Once again, like we did um, on the third line, we ask here what this specific issues going on in this case are. Hechidami, colon. E, I squiggle underline the word E. And one line later, I squiggle underline the word Ve'i. E, de'ika tahirim. One second. If there are people who are tahor, specifically kohanim, tameim, mi, matzuavdi, you can't have somebody who's tameh do avoda when there's tahirim. For sure, the tahirim have to do it. Ve'i, de'leika term, there's no one who's tahor. Whatever the situation is, everybody's tameh, then... One second, the, the meat to be able to eat it and the skins go to the Anshe Mishmar. They, they can't eat it. They're in a state of Tuma. Amarava, so Rav explains what's going on here. That it's uh, given to the Balei Mumim. Now, the Balei Mumim can't do the Avoda, but he can eat, and therefore, since this Balei Mumim is Tahor, they're the ones who are able to eat it. Amar Ravashi, I circled Ravashi. Imaya Kayen Gada. Let's say you have the high priest who is a Oinain. He's in that state uh, where a close relative has just died but has not been buried yet that, that first day. Um, and he has a Karban which he wants to offer. He can give it to any Kohen he wants. And the meat and the skins, Lanshi Mishmar, go to the uh, Mishmar that is serving that week, the family of Kohanim serving that week. Okay, that's what Ravashi says. Well, the Gemara wants to know what's the big Kiddush in that. My Kamash Milan, question mark. Kama Tanina. We have a Tanaic source that teaches us the same thing. So why do Ravashi have to tell us that? What does the Tanaic source say? I box it off. It goes for a line and a half. Kohen Gadol. Makriv Oinan. He can uh, offer things even though he's in a state of Aninus. Ve'eno Ochel Ve'eno Cholek Le'echol Erev. He is not, however, able to eat or uh, give out to eat in the evening. That's the end of the Tanaic source. What then is the Chiddush of Ravashi? So the Gemara explains, I might have thought to say, Where is it that the merciful one in the Torah has almost like a, a little bit of a merciful approach uh, to the Kohen Gadol? That's specifically who, if he himself wants to do the Avodah, to go a step further and say that he can appoint a Shaliach, he's an Onan, you might have thought, well, he can't do that. Kamash Malan, that he can. Says the Mishnah, <clears throat> never recommended to steal from anyone, never recommended to steal from a convert, and then when confronted, the thief swears that he didn't uh, take it, doesn't have it, doesn't know anything, and then the ger dies. Now, the uh, thief wants to return it, but this ger is dead. So since the ger had no heirs, um, the 
uh, person who wants to return it has to pay the principal and a fifth to the Kohanim. They stand in in place, and the Asham, he has to bring a Korban, like the Pasuk says, if the man has no uh, one redeemer, like no relative, to bring the guilt payment to him, the one that goes to Hashem, to the priest, and besides the uh, ram of atonement, that he'll get uh, atonement from. That's in the Pasuk. Slash. Continues the Mishnah. So imagine if you have this person, he's a thief, and he's on his way to uh, Jerusalem to bring the money and the carbon, comma, umes, and then he dies. Well, what happens to the money and the animal? So, colon, hakesef, the money, yinos and lebanav, goes to the sons of the person who just passed away, of the gazlan, because uh, as soon as um, the uh, Gare passed away, he got it, and now the sons inherited from their father. It's just, now, why did the father want to bring it to the Kohanim? Because he wanted to, to do some sort of uh, hashava to get a kapara, but basically, uh, now that he's going to be six feet under, he's dead, he ain't kapara gadol zu. So the money goes to the sons, v'ha'asham yira, and the uh, korban asham that he had set aside, well, he's also dead, so you don't bring a korban asham for somebody who's already died, what do you do with it? You let it graze on stuff until it develops a blemish, and then sell it. And with the proceeds of people who the Nadava, uh, the money goes into the uh, the boxes that were used to purchase animals to offer as korbanos ola in the base of Mikdash when there was down time on the Mizbeach. Slash. <coughs> Next case. mishmar. Let's say you have this person, and he... Uh, stole from a gear, and then he swore he didn't, and then the gear died, and he this this guilty party made it all the way to Jerusalem and gave the money to the Anshe Mishmar, Umais, but then he dies. The Gazlan dies basically before he was able to mock of his Asha. Now what? Well, the heirs of the Gazlan who just dropped dead would not be able to uh, say to the Kaihanim, uh, uh, you know, we'd actually like that money back. Shnemar. Uh, like the Pasuk says, asher yiten lo yiyan, of man who gives it to the Kohen, it's his. And base already gave it to the Kohen, so uh, no uh, refunds. Slash. <clears throat> there was a 24-week cycle that would take place in the base of Migdash, 24 families of Kohanim, each one would serve a week. Um, the uh, first family uh, to serve in the first week was Yehoyariv, that particular family of Kohanim, and the uh, next week was Yedaya. Now, a typical situation, guy comes up on Tuesday, gives the money, and processes the korban on a Tuesday. But imagine, if he gives the money, this is the person who had stolen from a ger, and then he swore that he didn't. And then the ger died, and he's got the money and the korban ashram. So let's say he gives A, the kesef, put a number one about Yehoyariv, because they serve in uh, one week. And then B, <coughs> he has the korban ashram, and has that processed by two. The next family of Kohanim, which was Yedaya, Yotza, he was, uh, you'll see what he had to do again. Ideally, give it to the same, uh, do it on the same day, at least in the same week, and, and keep it there all within the same family. However, let's say he gave the Korban Asham first to Yeho Yorev, who works uh, the first week, and then the Kesef he gives afterwards to Yedaya, who works the, the next week. Well, 
did they process the Korban Hashem or not yet? Im Kiyam Hashem, if the animal Korban Hashem is still around and the money's been given then, which is sort of like the prerequisite, you got to give the money first back before you can offer the Korban to get your atonement. So if the um, animal is still there, Yakriveu, uh, B'nai Yedaya, then Yedaya, whose week it is currently in the Mikdash day, would be the ones to process it. Vim Lo, and if not, then you have to bring another uh, Korban Hashem, uh, because Basically, the monies have to be given back to whoever they're supposed to be given back to, and then the the uh, carbon is processed. Shamevi gzela, a person who brings uh, gzelo that which he stole, ad shalehevi ashamai, before he brought his carbon yatsa, that'll work. However, hevi ashamai, if the carbon uh, is bringing is processed, ad shalehevi gzelo before he returned the uh, stolen item or the value of it to whoever he has to return it to, lo yatsa, that ain't gonna work. Kama. If he uh, paid up the principal, but not the additional fifth, that lack of paying the fifth will not hold back the process from being able to continue. Tanrabanan, I put a triangle on this Tanrabanan. Three lines later in the middle of the line is a Tanya Idach. I put a triangle around that, and three lines or four lines below that. First word line is Asham. The fourth and fifth word are Tanya Idach. I put a triangle on that Tanya Idach. Essentially, we're going to have three prices. Um, Darshaning basically the same phrase. Here's the first brace. First one goes till the next triangle, and the second one goes till the triangle after that, and here we go. Each brace is about three lines, so it starts here. The Pasuk says one word, quote, Asham. Now, when the Pasuk uses the term Asham, that's actually referring to the Karen, to the principle of the value uh, of the item that was stolen. And then the next word in the Pasuk, Hamushav, that is returned, uh, that's referring to the Chomish, the additional fifth. Says the Braiso, Enoela, Asham, Ze'ayo. Maybe Asham was like the Korban Asham. We're talking about the ram. So uh, parenthetically, the uh, Gemara jumps in for about a line and a half and says, uh, well, Ulamai Nafkmino, what, what difference does it make? At the end, he has to return the uh, Karen, he has to return Chomesh, he has to bring a Korban Asham. So what difference does it make? Which word means what? Well, it does make a difference. Fukemide Rava, to exclude that which Rava said. Why? What did Rava say? Dama Rava. Gezal Gershech Zirai Belaila. Lo yasa. If you return something that you stole from a convert at night, you would actually not be uh, fulfill your obligation. If you brought it back in halves, lo yatsa. Now why? What's wrong with returning it at night or in halves? Well, my taima, because asham kariyarachmana. That's a big nafkamina that since the Torah referred to it as asham, it would have the same restrictions of asham, and korban asham is never processed at night, and it's also not processed in halves. Keshu Oimer, back in the Brisa, the brackets closed, and then the Brisa concluded, Keshu Oimer, when it says, quote, three words, Milvad El HaKippurim, Havi Oimer, Asham Ze Karen. That when it tells you, and, and besides the animal, well then, Asham, and the earlier part of the phrase must be referring to the uh, Karen, not the animal. Tani Yidach, we have another brisa. This one also goes, this is about the three and a half line starts here. Same words in the Pasuk. Asham, which we put in a quote, is the Karen. Hamushav is the Chomish. Oh, ain't no L. Or maybe the Asham term, that's what means the Chomish. That's what means the additional fifth. The Gemara, parenthetically, um, I put the brackets in over here. It goes for almost two lines. Lamainaf Kamino, like what difference does it make? Well, it does make a difference. There's a quote from the uh, Mishnah. It goes for almost till the end of this line. I put the right angles in. Mishnah said, If he gave back, the uh, thief gave back to the rightful owner the value of the item, but not the additional fifth. Well, that additional fifth is not going to hold things back. Well, Adarabah, 
Um, quite to the contrary, Chomish is yes. Makiv is what I would have thought. That's the end of the bracketed section. Keshuaymer, well, when the Pasuk says, uh, a quote from the Pasuk, Beheshiv es ashamai, Beroshoi vechamishi sav, and he should uh, give back the, what's called the ashamai, his ashamai, Beroshoi, and it's like in its principle in the Karen and a fifth. Heviyaymer asham must be the Karen, the principal value of the item in question. That's the end of that brisa. Tanya, we have another brisa. This one goes for three lines. Starts here. Asham says the pasuk zekaren. Hamushav is the chomesh ubegezel hagera. I squiggle underline gezel hagera. What we're referring to in this pasuk, according to this brisa, is something that was stolen from a person who converted to Judaism. Oh, no ella. Maybe what we're being told is hamushav that has to go back. I put that in quotation marks. That's not the chomesh. Maybe that's the kefel that it has to be paid, the double payment, and we're talking about ubegeneva sagerai, squiggling on geneva, not gazela, which is outright <clears throat> in front of the person. This is more uh, stealthy. Maybe that's what it's referring to. Well, kishu oimer, when the Pasuk says, here's a quote, five words, v'heshiv es ashamoi b'roshoi v'chamishisov, and he should return the um, asham, let's say the principal, um, and it's one-fifth, Clearly, then we're talking about um, money that is paid berosh, which is uh, i.e., like the karen, the value of the item. That's the end of the next source. Gufa Amarava Gezel Hager If it's returned at nighttime, that's not going to work. My time, what's the reason? Because the Pasuk refers to it as Asham, and just like a Korban Asham can't be brought in halves or at night, so to that which is referred to as a Korban Asham. Kamavama Rava, Rav also said, Gezel Hager Shein by Shahapruta. Ain't worth that much, worth almost nothing, but it's worth almost nothing, Lachokain Vekayain. If you take all the Kohanim who are serving this week in the base of Migdash, the thing altogether might be worth something, but if there's hundreds or maybe even thousands of Kohanim serving, if it's not going to be worth at least a pruta of value to each and every Kohan, lo yotzadei chayvasai. Person has not fulfilled his obligation of returning it. My time, what's the reason? Dixiv, because the Pasuk does say, a quote, two words, ha'asham, hamushav, the one that's returned. You have to have like a significant return. Ad she'hashav alechol kohen v'kohen. Um, until you have uh, something which is uh, the value of, that it would be able to be uh, returned, and every Cohen gets a Pruta's worth.